morning. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio Show. And we're going to go ahead and start off with a scripture and a prayer. And our scripture is coming out of 1 Chronicles 16 and 8. And it says, Give praise to the Lord. Proclaim his name. Make known among the nation what he's done for you. God has done so much for you. He's not a secret. Don't treat God like a side chick, as Pastor Todd would say, where you only deal with him in the dark and deal with him on how you feel, but in public you don't acknowledge him. Definitely make sure that you sit and acknowledge God. I think that's the biggest thing, because God has done so much. Amen? Amen. Father, thank you, Lord, for bringing us into the studio one more time. God, give Lady AJ traveling grace. Yes, Lord. God, we just thank you for everything. We thank you for all the blessings, all the doors, all the opportunities. God, right now, we just ask you in the name of Jesus to get us to where we need to be. God, we, we, we just thank you. We just thank you. We can't say nothing but else but thank you. Thank you for giving us another day, another chance, another another everything. God, it's so indescribable of how much stuff you do for us, God. And we thank you. We love you. We glorify you. God, bless everybody under the sound of my voice. Bless them from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. Give them all the glory. Give them the the anointing and, and we, as we give you all the glory, God. And we just thank you. We say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen, Amen y'all. I'm, I'm still kind of tired, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to y'all. But this is Pastor Jane. Like always, I got something to say. And you can find me on Anointed Jaylon. Anointed Jaylon. How you spell Jaylon? All right, Jaylon spelled J-A-Y-L-O-N. Anointed, A-N-O-I-N-T-E-D. A lot of people forget that second N. Anointed Jalon, y'all. Check it out. And, or you go on Facebook at Pastor Jalon Calhoun. Bam, bat out. There it go, y'all. So, one thing I would like to say is we nominated, y'all. Just like that. We are now nominated for the Kingdom Image Awards in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, y'all. Go out and vote. Go to the Kingdom Image Award website. Go vote for us. We we blessed to be nominated, but we already know we have favor to win the award. Praise God. We already got a spot picked out. All right. Hello, somebody. So we'll be going... The Kingdom Image Awards is in October. You'll be hearing about the Kingdom Image Awards all the way to October. And another thing is, your boy Pastor Jay was nominated for SpeakerCon that's coming up in November for Faith-Based Speaker of the Year and Podcaster of the Year. So, go vote. Oh, you don't even got to vote for that one. That's the cool part about that one. I like that one. But go vote for the Kingdom Image Awards, Anointed Radio Network, Everything Anointed, should be voted for. Let's get it. And I want you to know, we just appreciate everybody out there. Amen. We appreciate you. We, we got much love for you. We got number love for you, baby. Just as simply as Heavy D would say. Oh, yeah. So. I still do the Heavy D dance. 
You used to do the heavy D dance? Yeah, I was about eight or nine when he was popping. That's not nice. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so this is Pastor Jay. And this is Coach here. You can find me on Instagram at 910 Coach. And remember, patience is a talent. Patience is talent. I, I went totally blank. Totally, totally, totally. <laughs> Patience is a talent that a lot of people don't have. Because I was stuck on the talent part because people don't think it's actually a talent. But it actually is. Well, that I think that's something to expound on because when you get patience, it helps you see things. You know, especially things if, if you were rushing in your life. Like, if, you, if you're not in a rush to something, it's so crazy. I'll give you a perfect example. I have a testimony, y'all. So, I was, I was sitting in the, um, I was sitting in uh, my car. Now, I don't be rushing to where I go. I don't rush no more. I used to, I remember when I was younger, I had to be speed racer speed everywhere I go, right? And then I realized why. Why am I rushing? There's no point in me rushing, right? So what happened was I was sitting back, and I was watching somebody on the freeway just driving. I watched somebody zoom by me, right? They obviously was in a rush. And then they crashed into somebody. Mm. And guess what happens when you when you slow down and have patience? You can avert an and avoid and avoid the accident. You just drive right around doo, 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 and go back around and keep continuing about your day. Sometimes God wants you to slow down. You know, yellow lights are important, like red lights, too. You know, I feel like God tells you sometimes you just got to go hard. Go, 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 go. But then he kind of gave you that yellow light, like, are you doing too much? Calm it down. Bring it back. I need you to slow down a little bit on how you're moving. And then sometimes he, go, he might see that you're doing way too much and he just say, stop. Oh, he put that police officer on the side of the road. Oh, Lord Jesus. You know how that go. So, I'm going to give a That's Not Nice Today Warriors Edition. Mm. The That's Not Nice Warriors Edition. Speaking of the Warriors, make sure you watch the Warriors tonight. 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Game Our 2. Time. Game 2. Our time. Uh, are the, uh, uh, do you know if uh, the Warriors are up in that series? They're not. Oh, up in those okay, series. okay. I know. See, I'm you about know, to give you that. Not I, I nice. mean, I think I might have been on Death Sports Show and uh, mentioned that inquiry we trust, but you know, nobody wanted to believe me. Warriors and six. Okay. Anyway, okay. so like we Warriors got to get one first before we can start talking in five. Warriors and six. six. All right, all right. It might be a sweep. Okay, okay. And that really I, might I, not I, be that nice. Will not, that will not be a sweep. <laughs> but we're gonna go ahead and start talking about the that's not nice. the that's not nice is Drake. Drake on the sideline as a part owner of the Toronto Raptors. Ambassador of Toronto. Was talking mess to Green Curry. He was talking mess. That's talking, what you're supposed to do when you're close. He was close. talking a whole lot of mess, and guess what? He actually got talked by the NBA commissioner about his side, courtside manner, and you know, you ain't supposed to talk mess on the side. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the that's not nice today to Mr. Drake. Because I want to. Cause I, I, it's I, I, uh, I think he might have on a New York Knicks Kevin Durant shirt today. 
That's not nice. That's where he's going next year. I'm, 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 I'm just going to say, so simply. Not nice how y'all doing, my Warriors. Come on, Warriors. We got this game two. We about to go and show them what's happening. It's not going to be a sweep. Don't even think about it. All right. So we're going to go ahead and go into the mix, y'all. We're about to go in the mix. About to get us some, some praise this morning. And the song we're going to start off with today is... I want I want to do some worship this morning. Amen. So I think I'm going to go ahead with Wes Morgan, Choose to Worship. See y'all in a minute. For so long I was silent For so long, I did not have a song of praise. Press and filled my days, and clouds blocked my way. But there was a voice speaking to me, awaking the passion so quiet in me, in me. So still in me. Whew. 
I'm a living witness. He'll heal you. Yes, he will. He's healing me. I'm going to worship. Come on, I need everybody in here to help me do it right now. Come on. He's healing me. He's healing me. I'm going to worship. Come on, I need you to lift yourself up out of that mess that you're in right now. Come on. Some of you have been down so He's long. Come on, make up your mind right now. I can't lay here and die. I got to seek after him. I hear his voice calling me right now. He's healing me. I'm coming to you broken tonight. I'm coming to you wounded tonight. I'm coming to you right now. I need your presence in my life. I'm going to worship. Yes, I am. He's healing me. I'm going to He's healing me, yes he is. He's healing me, I'm gonna worship. I'm gonna worship you. I'm gonna worship. Come on, I need some worshipers in here tonight. Come on. Come on, it's got a made up mind. Come on, to bless the Lord at all times. In the midst of every test, every trial, I've made up my mind that I will bless the Lord at all times. I'm gonna worship. She said, yo, 
It's important to understand that just because God allows things that may not be good to us does not mean that it's not good for us. <laughs> yeah. See, a parent fails if the child never learns how to fly. I hope I'm talking to somebody today. 
Amen, amen. This is Pastor Jay, and we are back, y'all. And if you were shouting on that last track, pray fast, then wait with my friend, like Bobby Jones said, my friend, Marquise, who we have actually on the line, y'all. So everybody, let's go ahead and clap it up for Mr. Marquise coming out of Chicago. Morning, morning, Praise the morning. Lord. How are you, Pastor Jay? Doing Thank you good. Thank for having me. Yeah, we, we, I, I, was, I was getting my little, you know, my little dance in today. Okay. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Amen. So, icebreaker question. Sure. All right. First icebreaker question is this. What shoe looks better at church, the loafers or the lace-ups? Funny you say that. I'm today. I'm gonna go with lace ups. I figure putting a lace up with a suit, a suit on, and when I say lace up, I'm taking it as a tennis shoe. Mm. A tennis shoe lace up with a suit. You can't go wrong with that. That's trendy and it's comfortable. Like that. I might have to <laughs> there take you that today. It. I might. <laughs> there you have it. I have some That's Jordans. That's actually what I'm wearing thinking today. About. The key word was comfortable. Man, I, I liked it that there part. You, that's it. And you could dance all you want. You put on a suit, put on you a T-shirt with that suit, and you some lace-up tennis shoes, you're good to go. You're the best of both worlds. Amen. I think I'm going to have to take that advice today. I'm wearing red and black today, too, and I got them Jordans. There you go. You remember there you uh, there you have it. back in the day they used to have like the patent leather uh, shoes with like the little chrome tips on the ends. What were yeah. those called? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's too early for that. Come on, my sister kicked me in some of those, boy. <laughs> my shins ain't been the same since. Man, <laughs> it's too early for that, coach. All right, Marquise, we're going to ask you, um, this is going to just start it off going into an interview. How did you get into ministry? What is your testimony? Uh, in the ministry, as far as the music ministry, your first ministry or, ever, coming from being worldly <laughs> to getting into the church. <laughs> well, I'm a church kid, and when I say I'm a church kid, I totally mean church baby, church kid. I'm one of the kids that my punishment was not to go to church. So <laughs> if I got in trouble growing up, my mom would say, "Well, you're not going to church tonight." That's how much I enjoy church. Um, I come from a very small town in Illinois called uh, Decatur, Illinois. It's a very small town, under uh, 80,000 population. So we didn't have anything to do but go to church. So um, my family uh, was the church. My uncle was the pastor. My mom was over the choir. Uh, my grandma was very active in the church. My grandpa, my aunt, uncles, all preached, taught, sung. So I really didn't have a choice but to go to church. And I loved it. You know, they didn't have to make me, they didn't have to persuade me. I loved the church and I loved God. And that's just, at an early age, I knew that's what I wanted to do with my life. Amen. So what was the first ministry that you ever did? Because I always make this joke that when I was a kid, there was only two options as a kid. You're either going to be a usher or you're going to be in the choir. And I chose the choir because you could sit um, down. Well, I did both. That's funny. You were lazy, so you could sit down. Yeah. I, did both. <laughs> I was... I was in, I was in music ministry. Of course, my mom was over the choir, and I always I love music. I knew that was my gift and my talent. Um, but music, and then I got to the point where I wanted to try different things. So I got on the usher board. My aunt was over that, but then 
I ended up getting a position in our music department. I was like, well, I can't usher anymore. So I was both. I feel like ushering gives you anxiety. Because you got to tell some people, especially if some people that ain't never been to your church before, hey, you can't sit <laughs> yeah, there and they be right. like me mugging you. And you be like, I don't want to fight you in church, but... I'm not exactly. all the way. I'm Baptist, so you know they say we 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 like they say about us Baptist folks. You know I'll fight you. I, and back when I was younger, I'll fight you in church. So those were those days. Jesus. I had those Peter spirits. Amen. That's all oh, you want to curse a few people out. Okay. Oh, and I I, I prayed for them. Amen. <laughs> but, got it. Got it. So yeah, pray for me. I mean, he's still working on some parts of me. So, one thing I wanted to ask is, how did you start Praise Break Commercial Break? Like, it just, like, bam, you got so many, like, people looking at that. And that, and that was this is, is amazing. That, that was, I had my regular Instagram page, Marquis Jones. <clears throat> and then I had got into management. There was a couple of people I was, I, well, I started a management uh, group called uh, Excellence Above Average. And I was thinking, I said, well, I need, if I'm going to promote their stuff, I need a page where everybody can see it, you know? And I, on my regular page, my Marquis Dust page, I had something that I would do called Praise Break Sunday. So mm -hmm. every Sunday I would post Praise Break. So that started to get popular. So I had to get deep and say, God, I'm starting this management agency. What is, how can I grow my followers? You know, everybody will probably say, We'll just go buy some fake ones. But I was like, no, I need real people to see the people who I'm promoting. So I literally prayed to have day. And, well, the Bible says in all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct thy path. So I acknowledged him, and the Holy Spirit said, turn your praise break Sunday into a page by itself. Mm -hmm. Okay? So that's what I did. I said, okay, I'm going to call it praise break and commercial, praise break underscore commercial break commercial breaks that mean advertising, you know? Mm -hmm. So I started it and then within a year, shot up to 10 K. I, when I got close as it grew, it was like, I got to like 7,000. And then one day Sasha Cobb shouted me out and um, then it boom. After she did that, it just really grew. And so that's how that page came about. Amen. And then it, one thing that I liked um, about your page is that you talk about not just looking, you know, because I definitely wanted you to know I was going to bring this topic up. And not just looking at somebody and, and saying, oh, my God, why is she, you know, shouting and why is she praising? That's not mm -hmm. the time. But mm -hmm. I liked how you broke down, I think it was about last month, about how this girl that graduated, you actually mm -hmm. brought her mm -hmm. onto your page and mm -hmm. had her explain why when she got that degree, she just had to give God some praise. Absolutely. Absolutely. You never know what people are going through. You never know what they survive for them to praise God. And I, I really hated that people dogged her out. So and people said, oh, they make the church look bad. And oh, this is too much. And I don't like when people shout out graduations or weddings. Well, first of all, I, I thought about this. I said, well, with a graduation, you have people that are in fraternities and sororities. They take the time out to do what they want. They're going to do their chance and they're going to do their flip. Why, if that's how she wants to express herself, is dancing and giving God praise, let her do that. You know, why do we have something negative to say? And then even furthermore, the Bible talks about when David danced before the Lord and how his wife um, despised him and her heart. You know, and the Bible says that she was barren. 
You know, so we have to be careful with putting our mouths on people and their praise. And, um, you know, even people who said, make the body of Christ look like we ain't got no sense. No, what makes the body of Christ look like we don't have sense is when we talk about each other, mm. when we bash each other, when we hate each other, when we have jealousy. There's other things to be focused on versus somebody shouting and dancing at a graduation and a wedding. Amen. You know, Pastor Kim, um, you know, real Kim talk. She said something yes, uh, okay. yesterday that said, um, instead of throwing shade, let's start praying for each other. Mm. And I was like, that's so deep because people love to condemn, but no one lo yes. loves somebody enough to uplift. You know, that's right. And that's then, right. Uh, but here's, the, you know, I got to be the double edged sword on that. A lot of people in the body can't take mm -hmm. criticism or mentorship. They can, mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. it comes to catch twenty two. Mm -hmm. You know, instead mm -hmm. of someone saying, "Hey, you know, you know, I, I I got enough love for you to tell you, you know, that's not right." They'll be like, "Why are mm -hmm. you judging mm -hmm. me?" That's not judging. That's guidance. That's mentorship. That's that mm -hmm. judging is saying, "Oh, I look at you. You doing this, and then not do nothing." It's, and not and not giving you no advice on how to be better. Right. And and and, mm -hmm. and that's the the biggest thing. And, you know, one thing that I saw from one of your posts is not like, you know, I'd be on your post all the time. So I saw on your post something about when you were talking about the body of Christ. If mm -hmm. all our businesses came together, how great we can do things in the kingdom. And it's mm -hmm. true, totally. you know, mm -hmm. because think about how many businesses, think about how many um, ventures, how many things that the body of Christ have and. Honestly, like when I started Anointed Radio and why I started Anointed Radio is because I saw a lot of people not collabing and making the same initiative instead of coming together and joining the initiative that's already made. Everybody wanted to do a food pantry. But if you got 10 right. cans and he got 10 cans, y'all only give it to man, if you brought it to, man, bring it together. You got 20 cans. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it's, yeah we need more partnership. Partnership. We're, we and say it all the time. We're better other. together. There you go. But one thing about it, Pastor Jay, is everybody wants to compete. Mm. Everybody wants to compete. You know, you have people that some say, well, you know, I will work with them, but they don't um, give me my credit, my honor, and they blah, 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 blah. First of all, we have to have a self-check. Who are we really doing things for? Amen. Everything that we should do should be up to the Lord. I don't care if it is a food pantry. I don't care if it's anointed radio. I don't care if it's an Instagram, everything that God has given us, any gift, not just our spiritual gifts, even our natural gifts, everything should be unto the Lord. And once we do things unto the Lord, it's not about who gets the credit. It's not about I'm over this. It's not about he over and I can't work with him. But if our focus is really to please God, for God to get the glory and for God to be honored with what we do, then we won't care about all this minute stuff. Right. And I, I think the, the biggest initiative that I really – think that needs to go forth is let's go back for the ones that we said it's okay to cut off because mm -hmm. that's what started mm -hmm. the division mm -hmm. you know because mm -hmm. love is patient love is kind love keeps no mm -hmm. record if you constantly that's talking right. about what somebody did to you you ain't loving them. You and you can say all that you want. Well, I'm showing love from a distance. No, you're not. You're 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 mm -mm. You're, you're showing fake and resentment, and then you're gonna be feeling some type of way. Um, like man, why every time I see them, I feel some animosity? Is because you haven't totally let that go. When you see somebody and you Absolutely. really, it's like because it's hard to hate your enemy if you're praying for them. 
There you go. That's it. I'm just saying. That's and it says pray for your enemies. You, I know it. I know it. Because I've been there. What's so? I'm so glad you said that, Pastor Dave, because first of all, we have to remember that long suffering is a fruit of the spirit. You right. know, we forget about that. So you have to suffer along with people. But number two, I'm so glad you touched on this, Pastor Dave, because this has been my heart the last couple of years. We're in a society and a time, and even in our in churches, we get off on telling people to cut people off. That person was for this season, and we got to change this person, and we need to not talk to this person. And I'm like, where in the Bible is this at? That you just cut people off. Christ's whole initiative was to pray and to with people, to suffer along with people, and to forgive people. You know, easier said than that. But if we're really saved, that's our job. And like you just said, Pastor Jay, it's our job to pray for people. Pastor Jay wrongs me and offends me, and I don't care what it is. But if I'm saved, what's going to help me get over it is if I pray for him, no matter what it is. I don't care. He could have dogged me out. And most of the time, Pastor Jay, what we're going through with people is the fact that they talked about us. I had a friend that always would say, the disciples wish that's all they had to deal with is somebody talking about them. But anyway, if Pastor Jay does me wrong, if he was to sleep with my wife, if he was to curse me out, if he was to take my business from me, the way that I'm going to be able to deal with that is if I pay, pray for Pastor Jay. That's the only way. That's the only way I'm going to get peace. That's the only way I'm going to get forgiveness. You know, and if we say we're saved, that's what we're supposed to do. And it says, do not touch my anointed. So a lot of times we fight in battles that we already know the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. And we, we quote it and cliche it, but you don't really understand that. When I say right. the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's, God don't, just think about how you ch do with your kids. Now think about mm -hmm. God. But now it's a catch-22 with that too. Because the, you have to be a peacemaker. I think a lot of people amen, miss that point. Amen. That's scriptural. You have to be a peacemaker because how can you love God if you can't love your brothers and sisters in Christ? Mm -hmm. And these are the people you can see. Yes. And that you deal with. And you have to get to the point of understanding that it's bigger than you. It's bigger than your pettiness. Right. It's bigger than your That's attitude. Right. It's right. bigger than your anger and your depression and the things that you're going through because you make legacy curses. Y'all gonna get me preaching. Yeah, it, <laughs> I, I like to say it's a lot to do with people's with, with people's feelings. You know, people get caught in mm -hmm. their feelings and stuff like that. When I'm upset with somebody, I understand that's how I feel about them. It doesn't change. We've mm. been knowing each other ten years. He he was at my baby, you know, birth and right. stuff like that. And people will overlook all the positive that person Man. put in their life that's because right. of a feeling. That's and right. then you won't even go to that person that you got a problem with and tell. Tell them how Thank you feel. You. Oh, gee, you have me shout. People, you have me shout. Some people don't know. <laughs> exactly. Don't know that you offended them. Some people, and then I, someone said, um, had made a post and said, I hate when people come to me and say, if I've offended you, you know, please forgive me. And she said something like, you know, if you offended me. And I was like, no, some people don't know because I could have said something to you and not thought anything of it. And you could have been holding this offense for six months. And here I am going over my life and did not know that I hurt you. So like you said, I agree totally. We have to let people, you know, know, hey, you hurt me when you did this. Or I don't know if you meant this, but I just want to let you know I feel this type of way, you know, and be able to forgive them and move forward. But some people, I realize, they don't want you to come to them and do that because they want to hold the offense. They want to be upset. They don't mm -hmm. want to forgive and move on. So they don't want you to apologize. 
And, and then and I look at it, well, you're really not a true friend. But, like, that's whenever it. I have a problem mm-hmm. with anybody that's in my circle, I always let them know. I, I'll set them, and it'd be a one-on-one. I always say, look, this is how I feel. This ain't my mm-hmm. opinion mm-hmm. of you. We, we got history, mm-hmm. but I have to tell you how I feel. Because if I don't tell Absolutely. you how I feel, we ain't going to get past what what's going on Thank you. so I can heal it. Cause you might not need the healing. I might need it because it might just Absolutely. been, I, I was in my own head because of a, a whatever's going on in my life that they don't know about. And then they made a comment. It might not even been directed towards me, but now I feel some type exactly. of way because something's exactly. going on in my life. And you, and, and you have to, the Bible says you have to, you know, if you, That's if right. you can't figure it amongst men, then you have to go up in your church and get a mediator. And people That's don't it. do That's this. If you go to the person, mm-hmm. you don't even need a mediator because you can get it all out, said and done, right then and there. Well, you know what's crazy Absolutely. is adding to that scripture because it says, you know, if you have a problem, go to the church. And if they go to the church, you know, bring one person, then bring two people, and then bring them before the church. And after that, leave them alone. What leave them alone means is leave them alone with that situation. Amen. And just continue to pray mm-hmm. because right now they can't hear anything from you. You then brought mm-hmm. them to counsel. You've been brought them with another friend, and you've brought them to this. And if they're just so defensive that you're told that they not hearing what you're saying you're supposed to leave it alone but still pray and still deal with them and still act be active because what's happening is people take that scripture and they misscrew it as oh I have a permission to write someone off if that was mm-hmm. it Jesus could that means Jesus could have wrote you off a long time ago that's and right. that's, that's not right. what the scripture is about because Jesus would have never left you alone Jesus would have been like you ain't hearing me right now but guess what I, there, there's a time to talk and there's a time to be silent Absolutely. And, and, and Absolutely. I, and and if we get together as the body of Christ and get together for real, because mo- our mm. most problems in not even just in the church, but as a whole is that I'll be honest with you guys. Everybody has horrible communication skills and the lowest right. form of right. communication is fighting. Because mm. what does most fighting start with? I didn't understand what you meant. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask exactly. you, so I'm going to exactly. fight with you. And then I start telling the yeah. people around my circle, and then it gets back to your circle, and then it now the magnify each person that I feel like mm-hmm. each person that you tell negative talk negatively about you're just times in the situation by one. You tell two now it's times two because when it gets back to that person. You might have been genuine with the first person, but since they done talk now, everything's all mixed up. So that's why I say you exactly. have to go to the source. Amen. With somebody. Because that's I, I think as being peacemakers and, and, and being people of Christ, you know what's so crazy? I'm going to be honest with y'all this morning. I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it today. So it's so crazy how the church as a whole, when I'm speaking about this on Tuesday, Tune in to Pastor Jane, just near unscripted Facebook. It's crazy that if you look at the Muslim faith, Farrakhan was talking about how he's been preaching the same thing for 60 years, and he didn't have to change anything for people to still come to the Muslim faith, wear ties, bow ties, eat bean pies, and do everything that they do in the Muslim faith. Same with every other faith I've known since I've been on this earth has not changed. The only people that change is the Christian faith. And every time it's changing based off people's emotions, not people's facts, not what the words say. And, you know, and that's something that's deep that the body that needs to really see this. If it's not backed up scripturally, we should not be doing it. 
I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of times mm-hmm. we, and then we take things and we pick and choose. You know, people really pick and choose. I love dressing comfortable at church. Amen. I, I'm young. Mm-hmm. But the scripture, come as you are, did not mean that. It meant all not your all. issues, all that. Don't go to church being fake. Don't come mm-hmm. to church talking about, oh, praise the Lord, saints, ain't nothing wrong, by and by. No, I'm stressing. Me and my wife is going through something. Me and my husband is going through something. My kids is acting up. I have my bills due. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to bring to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. sitting here talking about, I'm good, and you got the little fake smile, and then you mean mugging people, and then you gossiping, and you're doing all that. It's because right, that's right. not church. That's what, what the church was intended for. And everybody that said, I got church in my heart, which I used to, when I evangelized, used to burn me up. Because it's like this, you got church in your heart. How you do that, but you can't pray? Mm. You can't even be consens- mm-hmm. consistent, with, consistent with yourself. So... Everybody needs a support system. That's like an alcoholic saying, well, I got AA in my heart. No, you don't. Right, right, right. No, you don't. I never heard you it like that. Like, like, that doesn't make sense to me. If we have exactly. problems, you need a support group. Amen. You can't sit there and say, I could do it by myself because the devil comes to still still kill and destroy and he's like a roaring lion and what does lions do they single you out to think you good by yourself and when you right by yourself he can deal with you the way he want to and then you don't have no influence of hope positivity or anything and you wonder why suicide's on the rampant just because you in church don't mean that you have a support system right right that's very true and you know because there, there's true. some people that feel that you know because i have the title i can't go to the altar Man, that's why these pastors are dying out here and, and killing themselves because they're not being real and they have to hold everybody's burden and they have nobody that's to right. give their burden to. And that's like right. they say, either check across or check up because you can't go down because they already stressing. If you go to con- if a, if I went to my congregation and was like, man, if you know the spiritual warfare and the things I deal with for getting ate up about y'all, and then this is my stuff too, they'd be like, oh, Lord, that's too much for me. I need to find me another church because he, mm-hmm. he, he, he too much. But the thing that we have to realize is that we're supposed to come to people in wise counsel. I don't know if somebody mm-hmm. needs to hear this. Mm-hmm. There's a wise counsel. Every All your business isn't qualified for the everyday Joe. You need wise counsel right. that someone knows the word, mm-hmm. somebody that really knows the word, they, you know, not going by the actions because you might be surprised. The person that might give you the wisest advice might not be all the way saved yet. Hello, somebody. Amen. But Amen. they, they're going to say, what does the word say? If you hear somebody say, what does the word say? And they be able to show Amen. and redirect you back. That's genuine because it's not they, they right. opinion. Anything Absolutely. that... I'm going to tell you like this. How you know it's God? Because a lot of people, I even heard D.L. Hughley say this. Uh, you know, I don't like how those preachers be like, well, God said it. Well, I'm going to tell you how you know if God said it. God said it if it has no benefit to the person who gave you the message. Mm-hmm. It will not benefit them. It won't help them. It will not do anything for them. But they were chosen by God to be used to tell you this message and walk away. And most of the time they didn't mm-hmm. want to anyway because most things that God put on you is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So that's just me. Well, I got a little uh, question for you. What, what, what would you say uh, uh, to a person that's, uh, you know, there's basically, you, you know how when you, you at your worst, right? Everything's mm-hmm. going wrong. 
And now, <laughs> since you can't find the common ground of what's wrong, you start questioning God. You start questioning your faith. Mm. And what do you say to somebody to not necessarily get them back on track, but to encourage them that, you know, it ain't God's fault. It ain't in God's plan for you to fail and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, and, well, and it's uh-huh. the harsh elements of the world that's telling you, you can't do it and, and so forth. What would you say to that person? Well, one thing I always like to, for me, even personally, I like to show them whether it be scripture or a natural person, someone who's gone through something similar and who has overcome. To let Amen. them know that it is possible, you know, because sometimes we'll feel, even in our own lives, is there any way I can get through this? Is there any way? And then you'll think, okay, well, this person did, that mm-hmm. person did, and they're no better than me, you know. God may not is not going to favor them more than than them. Excuse me. So that's what I would do to first of all encourage them and show them an example, and then I think that we under, under underestimate the power of prayer and fasting. Mm. That is something that growing up, that's what I was, it was just being in me, prayer and fasting, prayer and fasting, prayer and fasting, any situation. If you really care about it, if you really want God to work it out, if you don't feel like you have hope, if you don't feel like you have money, if you got things going on in your mind, if you got things going on in your school and church, and you want God to really do it, you'll pray about it more than you'll talk about it. Mm. You'll fast about it, which fasting is something that's hard for people to do. You know, nobody wants to stop eating because even me. It does get um, kind of, it's a task. No matter how much you've done it in the past, every time it's like you're, this is the first time that you're fasting. But if you really want God to move, if you really want hope, you know, you'll pray and you'll fast about it. So that's one thing I always encourage people to do. And if I'm trying to build them up and really be there for them, I say, I'll do it with you. Do we need to set a time where we pray together? Do we need to fast this day until this time, you know, and really show them, that I'm there with them to get through it. Amen. Amen. So going back on track, because God brought us to the left, y'all. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I want to just ask is, what's some of your future projects that you got coming up? Well, let's see here. Um, of course, my single that you played, I'm uh, prayerfully able to come out with another single um, before the end of the year. Um, I have a music summit that I've had this will be the 11th year, and it's really my heart. It's a way to um, teach our younger singers and musicians and impart into them and train them as the older ones resign or, you know, die off. Somebody has to take their place, and we don't want them to take their place and they don't know what to do. So we try to teach them spiritually and naturally what it costs. Uh, what it takes to be a good musician, a good praise and worship leader, a good choir director, a good secretary for the music department, a good minister of music. We have even classes for pastors. A lot of times pastors are have a church, and they I see this all the time. They choose the wrong person to be over the choir. Mm-hmm. They choose someone who just likes music. Or they choose someone that can sing but has no people skills. Mm-hmm. They don't have any <laughs> skills of teaching, you know. So we teach the pastors. This is what, who should be over your music department. Don't just choose this person because it's your, your daughter. Don't just choose this person because of your son. Choose the right person for the job. Then we let a pastor teach on music ministry from a pastor's perspective. What does he look for in the music ministry? You know, because what it is, Pastor Jay, you said our number one fall is communication. So our music summit is a way to communicate. We build each other up. We have fun. Of course, we have church. 
and it's something for everyone. It's a class for everybody. We have a panel. So I've been doing that. Um, like I said, this year will be my 11th year, and it'll be the first weekend in October in uh, Champaign, Illinois. Amen. And mm-hmm. with going into closing, and everybody got to go to church. But, oh, Rudy got one right quick. Well, yeah, uh, I got a little comment for you. I see that you manage people, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm getting ready to uh, do my own top 10 gospel Christian uh, rap. Uh, okay. You know, so if you have any artists that you would like to get on the program, if you can have them reach out to uh, nine one, I mean, at 910coach on Instagram, I would really appreciate that. Looking for new music, awesome. new talent. I sure will. I sure will. Amen. Amen. So with that being said, I think a lot of things were said. I hope somebody takes something away from this. Um, but one thing I wanted to just go ahead and say, um, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you. If anybody that needs marketing or anything like that, where they could email you, all the good stuff. Tell them what your cash app name is. You know. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> all, okay. all then let me start things. with that. It's <laughs> money symbol M. Money symbol. That's like. Uh, it's a blessing to give. Money symbol M Jokes, J E L K S. But you can also find me on Instagram, Praise Breaks underscore commercial breaks or Marquise Jokes. And you can email me at Marquise Jokes at iCloud.com. And I will get back to you. You can DM me, email me, whatever you want to do. I don't really do, I'm not that great with Facebook. So I wouldn't, don't look me up on there. <laughs> Um, stick with Instagram. <laughs> hey, Facebook be snitching, so I don't be on Facebook. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, right. But I wanted to just, first of all, thank you for coming on the thank show, you. taking a chance thank you for having on, me. you know, us award-nominated, Kingdom Image Award nominee finalists, you know, throw that out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Congrats. Amen. And, you know, thank you for coming on the show. Um, you, 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 my homie, anyway. So, yeah, you are you. my homie as well. So that it's it's already you're cool. already family. You're right. So you already yeah, family. I ain't gotta right. say the the, the normal Absolutely. spill. And if you got anything, just let me know. I definitely promote it. And um, all I can really just say is keep doing what you're doing. Amen. And keep you. And you know Thank one you. thing that God spoke to me earlier this week into my ear. He said, "Stay the way I made you." Mm. And because a lot of times people, mm-hmm. especially in this industry that I'm starting to get oh, broke they into, they start changing. They change. They change. Man, they need to look in the ma- look at the man or woman in the mirror and say, "What happened? You Absolutely. acting different, different." <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, they change, and that's how you know that when they change, that's as far as they're gonna go. Yeah. Because they wouldn't be able to handle anything else. It would exhaust them. They won't be able to remain humble. You know, and I, I find out a lot of times people are like, um, oh, such, such, I hope they don't get the big head, and I hope you don't, blah, 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 blah. And one revelation I got from that, I said, why do people say that all the time? Then I got to saying, that's because they know if they got a certain platform, they would get the big head. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why they're so quick to say that to other people. And I think that's one thing that we've kind of had a hard transition on, and that is passing the torch. You know, a lot of people, you know, I, I, and, and it's not everybody, but I think that's mm-hmm. more, 
happening in the gospel world, especially because we all know the facts. Gospel gets paid less. And when it goes down to passing the torch, which if you think about it, if he was like Michael Bivens, he ain't mm-hmm. tripping. Mm-hmm. He passed the torch to right. boys, to men, and was like, I'm sitting back. Think about it. If, if you invested in one person and be the difference, because everybody thinks it's okay to go through the struggling part. No, if you mm. saw how it was when you were struggling, and I'm speaking to the, right. the to the big gospel people right now, and you know you can make a difference for the next upcoming that you see doing the work. I'm not just saying anybody. Right. I'm talking about the people that's out there because there's a lot of independent um, businesses, gospel artists, rappers, all that that's really putting in the work. Why don't invest into the future? Because then you're still part of the legacy. But people forget mm-hmm. that part. But with that being said, I appreciate you for coming on. I got to get ready to go to church and sing the song. Amen. I do too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So we thank you for coming on. Keep us posted. Much love, peace, and anointing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me. Have a good day. You too. Bye. All right, y'all. Cletus. Yeah, you gotta stop. I had Cletus. He was a little late. I'm gonna dock your pay for that. Hold on now. Cletus, you, you've been doing good all week. I know we've been running you this week. But Cletus, you had that piano ready for me. <laughs> Amen. You could go ahead and hit us on our Cash App, Anointed Radio Network. It's easy. It's what our name is, Anointed Radio Network. Money sign, Anointed Radio Network. Go ahead and sow a seed into Anointed Radio. If you definitely love this programming and, and what we bring to you. You know, our show came a long way. We went from being a show to a parent network. Hello, somebody. Amen. Which we bring the greatest shows to you, from sports to rap to independent to everything to be able to benefit you. So... Out there in the iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, you know, Google, whatever world you're listening to us on, or if you're listening to anointedradionetwork.com, go ahead and sow that seed if God is leading you to that way to sow a seed into Anointed Radio. Another thing I want to tell you is make sure you go and vote for Anointed Radio at the Kingdom Image Awards voting and vote for your favorite show coming out of Las Vegas. The only Vegas-nominated station, Christian business, all that. We're representing Las Vegas. So I challenge Las Vegas today. Amen. <laughs> if you want to see Las Vegas at the Kingdom Image Awards, go vote for us. Because the only way we could get through is united. Amen. So I leave you with something today make sure that you stay the same and always remember where you come from and remember that humility will bring you to the next level and this is coach here you can find me on instagram at 910 coach and remember patience is a talent that a lot of people don't have god bless you this morning amen signing out see y'all next week